Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable, high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed, there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, welcome to uh, part two of this podcast episode uh, that I called Silicon Valley, MIT and the Mind. So in the first part, if you've listened to that already, uh, you would have heard me talking about something pretty powerful, which is the power of intention. And I was just explaining um, with through a couple of stories and my own experiences around why it's gaining traction even in the academic world, the scientific world, where the top university in the world, MIT, has put a lot of resources and attention into this area, have been doing for the past few years. But I'm adding, a, adding on a part two um, because I, I don't think this bit is, I haven't heard it talked about that much, where intention can be a bad thing, a, a dangerous thing. And I've seen many, many cases where intention really causes a major problem. And I'm going to flag two particular issues at the moment. So I think it's really important to be able to step out of your intention, okay? And two elements to consider. One is to uh, be able to check it to still if it's still valid for you. And the second one, maybe more importantly, is to be able to detach from it, to detach from it. So taking the first one to be able to check and see, you know, if it's still valid, still still if it's, if it's still true for you. You know, um, I... I think a story that comes to mind is with a, a very smart, a successful female uh, executive. And um, she had kind of worked very hard to get to the top of her um, business, of her industry, and received all the plaudits. But when we're sitting down to have a conversation, in a way, her mojo had disappeared. And the phrase that she was kind of throwing out to me was something that I've heard many times from both men and women is, is this it? because it's not what I thought it would be. And that's a version of kind of getting to the, climb the ladder of success, getting to the top and not liking the view. Um, and that's a pity because very often you can waste time and totally disconnect. But the reason being in this case was because, you know, for whatever reason she decided that there were certain goals, i.e. intentions that she had to achieve to be successful. And she pretty much ruthlessly focused on that. And as a result, in many ways, you could say, stopped the business of living and said, no, when I get to there, then I will start living. But got to there, unfortunately, though, that there wasn't what she thought it was. And the problem, I think, was that, and this is what we kind of worked on, was stopping to check and see, what. well, is it, is it still true? Why do you want it? Is it consistent with who you are, who you want to be? And most of us never really stop to take that time out. You know, for me, I was lucky because when I had the breakdown that I referred to in previous episodes, and I think... Sorry, not I think I know at that time as I came out of it, I started to ask myself deliberately questions around, well, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I doing the job that I'm doing? You know, what do I want my life to be about? What do I want to stand for? And then maybe top of the list, who the hell am I anyway? And, you know, how did I get here? Because you realize that actually your mind is full of conditioning from, in some cases, your parents, your peers, society, advertising. And it's way more common than you might think. So stepping out, from your intention to say, well, why do I want what I want? Is it true for me now? Is a really powerful, really 
powerful, powerful question because I'm not saying you don't go for the big house or the big job or the big company or whatever else. But if you're if the price is complete disconnection from yourself, if the price is uh, poor results at the business of living, um, well, I leave that up to you. I, I don't think it's a great outcome. So that's the first watch with intention. The second one is to be able to detach from it. So if you've ever had this experience, you know, where you're just so locked onto a goal that nothing was going to stop you, but maybe even the pursuit of it made you miserable. <laughs> I certainly know that, you know, I've done that myself where I just said, no, no, I have to achieve this thing. And in some cases I've achieved it, in other cases I haven't. And then cases that I haven't, of course, my inner voice will kick in and say, well, I'm going to beat, I'm going to beat you up because you're a failure, you didn't achieve it. But actually looking back, it wasn't the right goal for me to pursue. In fact, it was unhealthy. It was making me miserable because I was too attached to it. And it's a bit like, I think, being the captain of a ship and you're saying, okay, look, I can see an island miles away there in the distance. That's where we're going to go, guys. And so we start going towards it. But as we're going towards it in the line that we planned, I see up ahead some massive rocks. Now, if I don't change my course, if I don't change it, I'm going to go over the rocks. So, so I should adapt and change. That's fine. But as I adapt... I now notice something I hadn't seen before on the horizon in a slightly different direction is I see another island that looks actually maybe more interesting. But no, no, I've decided that I'm going to the other island, the one that I'd said initially, so we're not going to deviate. Now that to me, that's what I've done. I've seen my clients do it. I've seen many, many people do it. But that's silly because it's ignoring the opportunity right in front of you. And what I've seen in this pandemic is, especially with clients, is just by getting to relax their minds, coming out of the panic, coming out of the noise, coming out of what the inner voice is saying, is that they kind of look at what's in front of you, look for the opportunities right in front of you because they're all around you. So, you know, very often I'll see, you know, again with, with, with people that they they may become obsessed with the goal and, it, and in their minds are saying, well, if I don't get this, if I don't get this, then I'm not successful. And so they can often get very, very angry with the people around them who they believe are not going fast enough or if it's not going the way that they want, their inner voice wants though, that's the, that's the trick. You know, so that's the danger of an intention when it becomes really all-consuming to so much to the extent that you kind of ignore everything else. And then you hear the classic line, well, I'm doing this for my family. Really? So this thing is making you so stressed, really cranky, damaging your health. You never see your family maybe, or it's, it's limited, but you're doing it for your family? Right, okay. How does that work? It's just not logical. So to me, the key takeaway with the detachment is, and, and this is a challenge for everybody, because if you think you're not attached to any of your goals, or your intentions, think again, you definitely are. Um, because I have to work on it all the time. I know, I see it every day. But if you can work to reduce your attachment, and above all, don't make your happiness depend on the achievement of your goals. And maybe the clearest way that I've ever heard that expressed to me from a mentor was, don't make where you are wrong. Because very often we can be beating ourselves up saying, well, I'm, I'm here, but I want to be over there on that other island. I want to be over there. And until I'm over there, I'm not going to be happy. I'm just not going to let myself. And actually, believe it or not, that's most people. But if you think about the phrase, don't make where you are wrong, man, there's a huge amount of wisdom in that. Because most people are making where they are today wrong. And there's so much right. And I'm going to read you a little poem because poem, poem and poetry, I don't know, sometimes gets through the noise of our minds in a very creative way. And there's a poem that you might have heard about, I'm going to read it out here anyway, by the bald Chuan Chu <laughs> from Kerry, um, called The Need to Win. When an archer is shooting for nothing, he has all his skill. 
If he shoots for a brass buckle, he is already nervous. If he shoots for a prize of gold, he goes blind or sees two targets. He is out of his mind. His skill has not changed, but the prize divides him. He cares. He thinks more of winning than of shooting, and the need to win drains him of power. So to me, that's a beautiful piece of artistry. But again, maybe you can relate to it. When you want to win too much, which has been too attached, your mind is already divided. It's like when you don't care that the attachment, sometimes these goals and everything else can feed our, our identity, our ego. So here's a question. Like, what attentions do you have? Are they still true for you and why? And then how attached are you? Are you putting your happiness onto the achievement of those intentions or goals? Because there is real power in your intention, you know? But when we shine the light of our consciousness on our intentions, we do need to check, A, if it's still true for us, and B, are we overly attached? And being detached is tricky for most people, but it is the key to inner happiness. Food for better thought. Bye-bye.